one of the top edge rushers. Carl Lawson makes the jump from Cincinnati to New York. Corey Davis, Michael LaFleur came from the 49ers. Kendrick Bourne was that guy for him. Now they got Corey Davis. And the sneaky Jared Davis sign. Yeah. Watch for Jared Davis. Yo, yo, yo. What is going on, everybody? This is your host, Frankie Gons. We got Chesco here, as always. What's going on, man? Nothing much. What about you? Nothing much. Just trying to keep up with uh, all this craziness that's happening right now in NFL free agency. Tell me about the Jets are actually making moves and smart ones. Jets are making smart ones. You could you could say boring ones also. Maybe not the biggest splashes, but but smart ones for sure. I mean, if you ask Jets Twitter, Joe Douglas is the worst GM. Oh my God, ever. Oh my God, Jets Twitter is ready to murder someone on the spot <laughs> right now. They want Joe Douglas dead. They right want now. dead, dead, dead. Come free agent. Dead. Dude, literally an hour into free agency, they were like, "Oh my God, Joe Douglas didn't do anything yet. Like he's terrible. We want him out. It's unreal." And then, finally and slowly, start making some splashes. Absolutely. So, obviously, we're going to get into that uh, this episode, guys. Um, you know, we're going to start off with the current signings that the Jets made from everyone from Corey Davis to bring him back, uh, you know, guys like Josh Adams, where we are eventually going to go to uh, some players that we think Joe Douglas and the Jets might have missed on. And then uh, Chesco is going to hit us with some guys that he really likes that are uh, still remaining out there. So, Let's get started with guys that they currently signed. Who do you want to talk about first? Let's get to the first big signing they had, Corey Davis. Love that. Corey Davis, great signing. Great signing. I mean, I love that deal. I'm a little surprised he was the first receiver to go and like no one else is really gonna you know after him. Like it's been a, like no one else has really got another big name. But Corey Davis, I think, is a great fit for the Jets what they want to do. Great, reasonable contract, solid receiver. He kind of reminds me like I feel like him and Mims are going to be like the same types of receivers almost, which I like. I like that. That's actually someone to compliment Mims right now. Right. I, you know, I like that whole thing. Crowder on the inside, if he stays, if they don't cut him. But I like that little dynamic of Davis and Mims. I know people are worried Davis' production is a result of A.J. Brown being the other side of him. I get that. But he's still going to get his own. Yeah. No matter what, he's still going to eat. Absolutely. I'm not worried about him not being as productive. He's going to be productive regardless, no matter if it's Darnold. Wilson, Lance, he's going to get his. So just to let everyone know out there right now, forgot to mention it before, um, it is Thursday night right now as we are recording it. So obviously there could be things that, that change or things that, that come about in the next you know few hours, in the next day, overnight, whatever it may be. Um, so just wanted to point that out. And for Chesco, yeah, going back to your point, Corey Davis, three years, 37 and a half men, 12 and a half average, and guaranteed money, $27 million for Corey Davis. Love it. Absolutely love it. I mean, oh. I'm still intrigued to see what these other receivers get. Kenny Galladay and Juju. But I love that deal for the Jets regardless. It's a solid fit. He's going to be productive. He's still relatively young. Was he 26 years old at this point? Yeah, he is 26 right now. That's, Perfect. that's correct. Perfect. The thing I like about him versus the other receivers that are out there, Galladay, a little too injury prone for my liking. Juju, I don't know if he's a little bit immature, doesn't fit that whole Joe Douglas thing. Mm -hmm. It seems to me like Corey Davis and honestly most of the guys that they signed so far for agency are mm -hmm. like the stereotypical Joe Douglas solid guys that are focused on culture, good guys. You don't hear a lot of them outside of football. Mm -hmm. And and I, I like this signing a lot. Again, it's not, it's not the one guy that everyone was probably – praying for and hoping for, but I don't think any Jet fan is sitting here and being like, oh my God, we got Corey Davis. Like, why do we get him? I think everyone's pretty content with it. Right. 
content stuff is the right word to, to, to say with him. The guy everyone's thrilled about? Love. Carl Lawson. Love. That's the guy right there. That's your guy. My guy. Episode 2, if you listen to it. If you didn't listen to it, go listen to it now. Carl Lawson was my guy. He I said, see. pay this guy whatever he wants. I said 14 or 15 million. That's what they gave him. 15, 15 million. I love, love, love the move. The guy is a stud. I know a lot of people are saying, oh, you know, he wasn't really as productive. Only had, you know, five and a half sacks or six and a half sacks last year, something along, along those lines. Guys, it's not all in the sacks. There are other stats that show you how productive guys are. You got to remember, he was with the Bengals. The Bengals. That means a lot of teams are playing conservative at the end of the games. They're up by a lot. He didn't have as many opportunities to get to the quarterback. And he still produced. He had the second most quarterback hits out of anyone in football last year, only behind T.J. Watt. That's impressive. Very impressive. You know, and sacks created is a new stat coming, you know, out there. He had 10 and a half sacks that he created himself, which are seventh in football. The guy is a machine. The one thing I, I love about him, too, is uh, did you listen to his uh, his press conference uh, or, I guess, his interview that he had I caught bits and pieces of it today, yeah. I just love the fact that I forget how the question was exactly phrased. It was like kind of like what the thought process was coming over to the Jets. And the first thing he said right off the bat was like, uh, you know, Robert Sala coming over. Yep. Just yep. named him immediately. Love it said that. there were other factors. Obviously, said the right thing. Uh-huh. But like, it's just going to show, man, that this Robert Sala defense and overall team culture is able to bring in guys like this. And I tweeted out, I was like, a player came to the Jets for our coach? Sick. It's like a little Twilight Zone. Sick. Absolutely. No one's coming for Adam Gase. <laughs> no one. Adam who? Yeah. Over but, over the Adam Gase. But Lawson said he wanted to come play with Quinn Williams and play on the Salah. Crazy. But I love it. It just shows Jets are finally going in the right direction after all these years. You, you One would hope so. Crossing my fingers. Right. I am crossing my fingers. Now, the one guy I'm a little confused about, Jared Davis. Yeah. I mean... He, he's a first-round draft pick. I get it. Fast, a fast linebacker. I get it. Last year was the first year he's ever been solid, and he played like thirty percent of the snaps. So that's the one thing. I my immediate reaction. I agree. Confused. Looking into it, I believe last year. I forgot where I read this. Honestly, it might have been somewhere on Twitter. I'm forgetting exactly who it mm-hmm. was. So mm-hmm. apologize, whoever it was. Um, last year, Robert Sala defense. Obviously, you have the, the, with the three linebackers on the field, two of those linebackers play about 100% of the snaps. And then you, he has his third linebacker that he rotates. And there are multiple linebackers that come in. And that third linebacker that I'll just call it right now, there's about three of them that play that position, and they each roughly average 30% of the snaps. I mean, so maybe, to me, this seems just like a solid scheme kind of guy, right. depending on what down territory. So I, like, I hope he said someone else then. I hope he gets someone else they out have there. To. No, they have to. They literally, they look, for this to make sense, they have to. I'm assuming that they're bringing in some more linebackers. I hope so. At least, at least for depth purposes, you have to bring in more regardless. Yeah. But we'll see what they where they go with that. Uh, and then the next guy they brought in, Justin Hardy. I love him. Justin Hardy. This is an under-the-radar signing, but people in football love this move. Apparently, he's like the best gunner in football or one of the best gunners in football. People are going crazy about this. And Douglas, his first moves. Got a guy for the defense that was a stud, Carl Lawson. Got a guy in the offense that was a stud, Corey Davis. And got Justin Hardy for the special teams. 53-man roster. Yeah. You got to get you know players everywhere. So I love this move. And, you know, people, I mean, I, 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 did you listen to his um, interview today? Uh, I was going to say, I, 
I knew nothing about him prior to uh, to signing, but what he said just I wanted to run through a brick wall for him. A lot of heart. That's gonna be that's gonna be a good locker room guy for this team, for sure. I like him a lot, and you know, you saw like he's happy to be a Jet. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Guy yeah. that's happy to play football, happy to walk into the Jet building, hopefully, and yeah, dude, it's. I just liked his overall personality. Like that's a good locker room guy. You could just tell from the way he spoke. That's a good, good locker room guy. Yep. Yeah. And then two other little low key signings they had today. Keelan Cole, which, you know, I think it's a solid fourth receiver. For this we team. need depth. Everyone yeah. complained last year that the Jets, when they had three or four wide receiver injuries at the time, we were throwing no names out there. Mm-hmm. And every Jet fan was complaining, like, oh, my God, look who Donald's throwing to. Like, yeah, no one's ecstatic they got pulled. But then again, we can't be hypocrites because what Joe Douglas is trying to do right now is prevent what happened last year. Yeah, he's not a stud, but that's a good depth guy. That's a good right. number four option for a team. And he, he's, he's, he had 55 catches last year. 55, 55 catches, catches on that year. team. On that team. On the Jaguars. Yeah, so he's productive. He's a fourth receiver. He'll be productive this year for the Jets. And no I, doubt in my mind. And I will never, ever, ever complain about a one-year contract. He no. signed up for one yeah. year, whatever. Just see what happens. happens. Good depth. So 2021 20, isn't the Jets year anyway. No. Right? Another guy, Dan Feeney. Hmm. Probably the worst center in football. That makes sense. <laughs> that's a Jet. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a Jet. At his core, that is a Jet. The worst center in football. Um, I think it's a depth piece. I don't see him starting, but she would McGovern. Yeah. I mean, I'd be shocked if he was starting this team, but then again, Joe Douglas hasn't signed any offensive lineman here, so who knows what he's going to do with there. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have a Dan Feeney. Well, and then, uh, just one thing to add with Dan Feeney, I think the other part of it, the other part of this as well is there are so many holes on this team. The offensive line, although, yeah, I guess it might be getting piece a little bit better. Obviously, with Beckton. McGovern's not a terrible center, but no matter what, you bring in more competition, you're going to keep these guys on their toes, and may, maybe it's like, hey, McGovern, maybe we're going to go in there, we might have to slide you over to guard, we might have to do something here or there. Just keeping fresh fresh guys in there, like Dan Feeney, although I think you even said, although he's probably rated the worst center, he has like the most stats over the yeah, past. Yeah, he, he plays a lot of snaps. He has a lot, lot of snaps. snaps. So he's a starter, so that's a guy that, hey, McGovern, you're going to have to maybe play a little bit better. I like the competition. He's played every game over the last three years, I believe. Sick. He's a solid player. And other players they brought back the Jets, mm-hmm. uh, both Jeff and Vincent Smith, and they brought back also Josh Adams. Yeah, and yeah. I think the Jeff, Jeff guys, I guess. Jeff and Vincent Smith, again, just so you have some receivers that are physically there when there are injuries, and then Josh Adams, too. Yeah. So I guess right now we have seven receivers in the roster right. so far because you had Braxton, Bar- back, uh, Braxton Barrios. True. That's so right. It's a nice little group we have there, I guess. You know, It's better, better than it was last year. For sure. Oh, Absolutely. for sure. For sure, not even close. Uh, also, one thing before we get off this, I want to mention just a little little insight into what Joe Douglas is building here. Keelan Cole and Corey Davis are amazing blockers. Really tough, gritty blockers. Let's just show this little piece to it, you know? Little piece, tough guys in this team. I just love it. It's just, I know Joe Douglas knows that. I know he knows about the run blocking, I know he knows about all of that. It's the little things, man. Little things. That's how you know this team is being built the right way. And I'm not going to pretend like I knew that, but after hearing <laughs> that, I love it. <laughs> I'm just like a down and gritty team. I love it. Right. And I think that's pretty much covered everyone the Jets got so far. So far, yeah. And obviously, like, it, again, I think it's all signings that for the most part are, are good. It's not a single, I mean, obviously, Lawson, a stud, that was your guy 100%. Mm-hmm. No one else is really like, whoa, like, I like Corey Davis. I think he's really good. No one's like going crazy over them, which I I, I like that Joe Douglas isn't paying everybody. No, no, I I agree, you I know? agree. 
I'm happy who he is paying, and I'm even more happy who he's not paying. Exactly. You know? Um, a couple guys that did lose, though, mm-hmm. that I would have liked, you know, Joe Tooney. And I just want to, you know, give myself a little plug here. I said in the last episode, <laughs> guys, he's going to go for 16 mil a year, which is what he went for, and there's no way Joe Douglas is going to go that high for right. a guard. Right, right. And, I mean, would we have loved him on this team? Absolutely. Is it a, it's, right. is it confusing me that he hasn't addressed the line at all? Yes, but I'm hoping it's because he's going to draft. Right, right. I'm hoping he is. But that's a big miss. Right. And I, I think the writing was on the wall. I think most people knew it. And obviously, I mean, what? To get him away from Kansas City, you'd have to offer him not even 17, maybe not even 18 million. Well, it yeah. would have been absurd. Like, he can't. No. It is what it is. It just, and, it is what it is. And then we lost Corey Lindsley also. Yes. To the, um, the Chargers. Yeah, but we got Tantini, so, so we're good. <laughs> yeah, Tantini. <laughs> oh, my God. Um... But the two common denominators, look at the quarterbacks of those teams. Tony's going to play with Pat Mahomes. Mm-hmm. he's going to pay, play with the best rookie quarterback there was last year, and Herbert. Two guys, you good know, point. veterans, they're going to play with good teams. It's a good that point. That paid them. And that's what happened. I you mean, Tony did not make a mistake all where he went. No. He went from <laughs> New England to Kansas City. Not not a bad, you know, turnover. And that's, yeah. And we also lost some Kyle Juszczyk. Yes, that's a big loss. But he never got, they, they never let him left, leave the building. I don't blame it. Yeah, I got a lot of money, too. Did. Yeah. Yeah. And then we, you know, all the guys you lost on, you know, Jonu, he got paid a lot. But I get I get why I just wouldn't go that high for Jonu because we're not in a position to pay yeah. a guy like that yet. Yeah. We're, not, we're not ready to win now. You know, it's not, you know, we had a quarterback in place and an offensive line. You know, I just, just brought in LaMarcus Joyner, by the way. Oh, wow. Uh, LaMarcus Joyner, I just signed with the New York Jets from our producer, Rob. Uh, 4.5 million. Four, four and a half mil. Uh, that's a little surprising. I want to Keanu Neal, to be honest with you. But is, is he playing corner or safety? Where is he at? He's going to be, he was a slot corner in Oakland. He's going to be a safety for the Jets. Wow, he's going to be a safety for the Jets, my producer Rob. All right, that, so that's Yeah, that just, uh... So LaMarcus Jordan's the Jet. Okay, I like, I like that idea, I guess. I mean, I, I see him more as a free safety type. 90.1 graded free safety last year. Wow, a 90 point, 90.1 PFF graded safety last year. Nine ninety point one nine zero and how many snaps have a safety? Was you all safety? Fifteen hundred. Fifteen hundred snaps of safety. All right, we'll take that. Career, I mean, that's career. enough. That's that's uh, I like that a lot actually. The, the more I hear about now, like I, you know, it sounds like so. I guess May will play more of a strong safety type, or I don't know if, if it's a depth move, or if they're gonna still sign a strong safety. But I wonder where this plays where Ashton Davis comes into all of this stuff too. If he's playing safety, yeah, he'll be more of like a situational. Well, well, it's a lot to think about now. Um. Okay, I like that move. I guess the market joining for the Jets. I, I'm. I'm just still trying to wrap my head around that. Wasn't there a player? I'm. I'm just slipping my mind. Who was a, a guy in the last episode that you mentioned, safety or or, or cornerback that you really wanted? Oh, Quan Williams. Yeah. Do you think that this prevents them from getting him? No, he's a corner. He's an inside corner. I don't see. I don't see. Uh, I think it's, no two different positions. I mean, he, he probably played some nickel corner too. So uh, yeah. Okay, so Lamarcus joins New York Jet. Uh, where are we going now? Where were we? Jonu. And then another guy I wish Jets would have gotten also, Curtis Samuel. Yeah, he got... I would have loved him on the Jets. I really would have. It. I I think that's a big miss by Douglas. That, I, to me, that, I, I'm not critical of many moves that Joe, Joe Douglas made, or didn't make, I should say. Both. Uh, but I'm really surprised he didn't cut Crowder. And sign Curtis Samuel with that money. I, I I just think it's a huge miss just on the fact that like 
Samuel could have done a billion different things. Yeah, on a Shanahan could have been type so versatile on this team. Like I said last on the last episode, he could have been used like a Debo. Yeah, literally. And as a running back, as a running back too, like I, I don't get that move. Why not bring? I him honestly, for, and you could have cut, you could have cut a guy like Crowder. Yeah, who had one year left. I saved ten million this year and paid Carson with that. I don't know. I honestly would have thought, obviously, given all the receivers that were franchise tagged and who was available in free agency, I would have thought that receiver number one that the Jets should have gone after was Curtis Samuel just for their offense that they were playing. I'm not saying he is the number one receiver. I'm saying for where the Jets are at right now with their offense, with the other talent they have on their team, Curtis Samuel should have been their first phone call or maybe second after Tooney. Mm-hmm. But I, I think that's a huge miss. That's something that I think Douglas made a big mistake by right. by by not going after him and not getting him. I should yeah. say there was there was a couple guys who I wish the Jets would have you know at least maybe I don't know if they I don't, I don't know if they didn't or did, didn't call these guys but for the price tag I think would have been good fits for this team. Mm-hmm. And I mentioned one of them, Jamal Williams, in the last episode of the podcast. I think he went for like what three to four million a year. I had something around there. Let me. I, I can he was that cheap up. and he went to Detroit. I mean, you couldn't figure a way to get him in the door. I mean, it would have been a solid receiver. I mean, I would have rathered him. Right. And Josh Adams and P. Ryan and who's the, who's the third running back? Uh, Ty Johnson. Ty Johnson. No, I mean, get a guy who's been here, done it. You I would like Jamal Williams there. You, you got to just hope that they are directing someone. I mean, I don't even know they're going to draft a running back. I mean, I don't know if it's a small move to even draft a running back. But you you know, know, I guess it depends where. I'll get into that a little later, I guess. And then the last guy which Jets would have taken, would have signed, um, is actually another New York guy, Zeitler. Yeah, the guard. Yeah, no offensive, offensive guards. No, that's why it's just so confusing to like, the, like. He he went for over a little over seven million a year to the Ravens. Another great sign by the Ravens. And that's the thing. It's like you're gonna take seven million to go to the Ravens to come to the Jets. It's gotta be at least eight. I don't know, yeah. man. He's already in New York. Maybe could have gone for that price. Yeah. No, I understand. Well, there's a few guys who wished, and, uh, you know, which could have been on the Jets for the price tag they had. You know, that, that's fair. I guess my mind just always goes back to that, like Jets tax, where it's like you're going to have to overpay for some of these players. And I, I really do think that what Douglas is trying to do. I think I, I'm curious if at this point it's less about the talent that you're bringing in. Obviously, he cares about the talent, but more about the people you're bringing in and and just changing the organization rather than just trying to buy some wins. Because I think we all know they're not really buying any. No matter how much money they were spending, they're not buying wins this year. Right. You got to change the culture first, right, and right. then build the winning team. Twenty twenty one isn't the Jets year. No, it's not. No, um, there's still a lot of positions positions that the Jets have to fill in this team. Yeah. Oh, for sure, cornerback that they haven't really done anything there. I have here running back. They need two guards. Yep. Possibly a center. And yeah. I want, you want to flip flop it from the government at the center right. guard position. Mm-hmm. Um, corners. Corners. Need nickel corner. Need corner. An outside corner. Um, I I like him on the linebacker, like we talked about before. They need, yeah, they need depth. They still need depth regardless, but I like a starter. Mm-hmm. Um, a safety I had on my list, but I guess now Lamarcus Joyner is going to take that spot. Unless I guess. want to find another one. Um, linebackers corner, uh, and, tight, and a tight end would be nice too. You know, I don't know how much Joe does. The two positions, I'm, I'm really, I don't want to say, I'm, I'm still confused on what Joe Douglas wants to do is running back and tight end. Yeah, because no, I don't know how much value those positions. That's a fair point. I, I, I don't know if he wants Ryan Griffin to be the starter next year or, or Herndon. I don't trust I don't either know. of them. So I don't know if he does. If he sees something, if he wants maybe just a blocking tight end, if he wants a receiving tight end, maybe as a play in the draft, maybe trade back and get a Kyle Pitts or take him at two. Who knows? 
Um, you know, running back, I have no idea. Because he signed Josh Adams again and Ty Johnson and P. Ryan. Does he trust those guys? Does he want to go to war with those guys, especially with the offensive line we have currently? And this is what I think was the biggest problem. I don't want to go about Adam Gates too much, but I don't even care at this point in time about the record and how he spoke to the media. I don't even care about that. It's like he was so bad to the point where you you can't even evaluate a lot of these players for what they did this last year because of Adam Gase's inept offense. That's true. And it's like, listen, we might be confused about what Joe Douglas wants to do there because maybe Joe Douglas is confused. He might be looking at this and I'm genuinely, he might not know. He I might hope, be on the fence. I just hope he knows. Is that telling anybody? What he's going to do with Donald? Oh, yeah. No, God, I, 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 I would love some clarity in the situation. I, I just want to know that Joe knows what he's going to do. I don't think they do yet. I, I, I feel like I feel like he's gonna wait till April to even make a move by trading Donald. I feel like right now's not the time. But at the same time, all these places are getting quarterbacks. The, 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 the Patrick went to Washington. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, you're gonna see guys start signing soon. So I don't know. Maybe maybe the value's not there for Donald. The Bear, are the Bears even uh, looking for quarterbacks anymore? I mean, they tried trading for Wilson. They couldn't get him. So maybe that's, that's you know that's a that's an option. Right. Forty Nine ers possibly, I guess. Forty Nine ers, yeah, I could. I feel like those are the top two spots yeah. to go right now, but who knows where, where are these guys going to go. Um, another interesting thing that happened today, Chase Daniel got released today. Did he? Career backup, known as one of the best backups in football at the quarterback position. Interesting. So, I think he's made like $30 million in his career as a backup. That's best. I need that job. Best team in the house. Watching football on the sidelines, $30 million in their career. I like that. So, I, I think it's a good move, even if it's Darnold as a quarterback next year. Bring a guy like that. Oh, they need a backup quarterback. No, but like there is genuinely no. We have the cap space to do it. That they need a backup quarterback. You know, and they, I and they, I, I I don't want these guys who, if a quarterback goes down, is gonna screw the pooch. You know, a guy like Chase Daniel would be perfect. You know, finally a quarterback we have like that's reliable. You know, now that Joe Flacco didn't play the year before, got his job taken away, all that stuff. Chase Daniel would be a great backup quarterback to have. Um, Running backs also, again, we have three running backs here. Do you trust any of them? And Lindsley, Lin, um, again, it's just so hard. Like, you don't really know Lindsay, what, yeah, I'm sorry. No, I was going to say, you just you just really don't know what you have in the running back because we saw a ton of Frank Gore last year. Yeah, so, you yeah. really don't know. I mean, Ty Johnson had decent spurts. P. Ryan, you barely saw. So, like, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't I don't I mean, know if I trust him because he just didn't really see anything. Philip Lindsay got released today. So maybe oh, his, he did. Yeah, so maybe his price tag will be good, you know, for the Jets possibly. Or... Maybe, you know, James Conner? Why not? I would be open to something like that. If, if the price is right, cheap, yeah, if you get the price is right, get him in the door. I think, I, you know what, I think Douglas, I, I think part of me really wants Douglas to make a cool move like that because they have so much money. Right. But, like, I just, he, he's not going to make we're not, a we're not, we're not in the place to do that. This time. No, no, and if anything. We're still building. I keep reminding myself. Oh, we can't, you know, these guys we, we could get, but we shouldn't. It doesn't, not ready it doesn't make any sense. We're not ready. Like Kyle Rudolph today. Eight million, eight million years, insane. two years to the Giants. My God, could have been a good move for the Jets. We don't have a tight end. But then again, you know, he's in, he's declining. Yeah. It's not the right move for the Jets at this time. So I think I was so excited last week. It's like, oh, my God, we finally have the cap space. We could potentially get a new quarterback. And then, like, Joe Douglas was kind of like, all right, got we're doing this the right way, guys. Yeah, like, we're just slow down a little bit. I mean, I kind of like Ryan Griffin. I know he's not the most flashy tight end, but I don't mind him as a. He just had so many offense. dropping issues. He dropped the ball so many. Like the few times he got targets his way last year, I feel like he just dropped the ball too much. But then again, 
the entire New York Jets offense did that, receivers and tight ends. It so like, wasn't much better. So. No, it was maybe even worse. Yeah, it was actually, worse. It was worse. It was worse. But again, it's just like it's so hard to grade them because Griffin two years ago was really solid. Yeah, that's what earned him his contract. I'm yep. pretty sure he got a contract after that year. Yeah, yeah. And but they have to fix offensive line. Yeah, no, they do. They I have to draft. Like, do the draft. I, yeah, I'm about to say. I feel like the way things have gone, he's totally committed to building this team through the draft. Oh, and he said it repetedly. He especially said it repeatedly. The, the, the trenches and the offensive line, especially. I feel yeah. like he's going to make all the moves on the offensive line. I feel like he wants, you know, he wants to draft. You know, maybe in the, I hope I hope his plan is to draft two or three guys in the first few rounds on the offensive line because I don't know what he plan, what he plans on doing. You know. There are guys out there that have been talked about. Uh, I, I keep seeing Creed Humphrey's name out there. Um, I see uh, Wyatt Davis' name out there. I see a lot of names out there. And I hope, you know, Douglas has something in mind where he wants to get these guys, either go up in the draft or move back picks to get these guys because we have to fix some offensive line. It's he, absolutely horrendous. He'll draft a line for sure. I think that's like the biggest lock going is that mm-hmm. he'll draft. I, I, I don't know what round. Well, so that's, that's the one thing I will give Joe Douglas. He still, in my opinion, obviously needs to prove himself as a, a GM that could really manage free agency and evaluate talent within the NFL. Mm-hmm. But I think he's proven that he can evaluate college talent really well. Yeah. I mean, he proved it already with the offensive line. By I mean, he had three options of what to do with an O-lineman at his point in time last year, and it seemed like he picked the right guy with Beckton. Right, I don't so like Beckton. I, I, I trust him with whoever he picks at O-line, whatever round it is. Just because I think he has that track record of being able to pick a college lineman, mm-hmm. and I, I think if I had a hundred bucks right now and had to make that bet, I think it's just a lock that he will address the offensive line in the draft for I sure. I hope so. I hope so. And then uh, you know, the one good part about this team right now is defensive line. Best. I mean, we got guys in the middle who could play in the in, in the interior. I, mean, I should say, in Quentin Williams, who's a star, mm-hmm. star budding star. Farukasi, I stud, love him. Stud. I love him. And the accountant, I call him. John Franklin Myers. Best. These guys are solid in the interior. And, and now we have Carl Watson next to I was just going to say, I think they did that last year with no edge rush. And now the team's going to be like, oh my God, we have Quinton Williams over here. Right. We have Lawson over here. Who are we going to focus on? Right. Is it possible the Jets could actually you know, come full circle with the defense? Right. Maybe they, all maybe, aspects? Maybe they add even another pass rusher. You know? There's guys out there who are solid ball players who play in this league for years. Veterans. Who have played well and are proven, like um, Ryan Kerrigan, mm-hmm. uh, Melvin Ingram, Melvin Ingram. Yeah, that's right. Forgot you know, good players are out there. Uh, and again, if you if you want a culture guy, that I, I think Everson like, Griffin's still out there. There's guys out there who can play. Justin Houston is guys who are proven. Give one guy a one year deal. Just you know, try to pull it all line up. I mean, the we're, up, we're still early on in this in this free agency period. I mean, like. He, there are still going to be moves moves to make. Right, that right, Joe, right. Joe Douglas is still going to make some moves. I, I, and I hope you're right about Jared Davis being, you know, that third-type linebacker. Yeah. And I hope they sign KJ Wright. Mm. That's a guy who's been with Sal before. I don't see him getting crazy money. He's a veteran. That would be a perfect guy to stick in there right next to uh, Mosley and have Jared Davis be the third linebacker. I'd be thrilled with that. Right, right. And actually – Hear about those potential CJ Mosley trades that, that teams were calling for CJ Mosley for yeah, whatever I'd reason. be surprised if they got a deal done. Mm-hmm. Um, just because a lot of guaranteed money. Like, I think people yes. are just kicking the tires on that, but I don't see him moving. Um, and also, there's a lot of cornerbacks out there, too. Yeah, I, 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 and specifically with cornerback, too, I feel like 
that's the one thing Douglas and Salah need to do is bring in someone from San Fran that could be that player to help coach the other players as like into learning that right, system. Like a Sherman we mentioned last yeah. time, or Quan Williams. Um, they can also bring back a Brian Poole. But there's guys who are who are good ball players. Yeah, solid, solid players. There are players getting cut from good teams. Like a su- surprising, like Adoree Jackson got cut. Kyle Fuller got cut. These are starters, like very solid stars in this league, and they're getting cut. I don't know what the price tags are going to be because none of them really signed anywhere yet. I think they're all feeling it out, see what another one gets before they all sign. But I, I would like you know Douglas to tie those too. That's where Douglas, if Douglas could find a guy with value. That's the one word I hear with Joe Douglas when he finds players and signs players value. Yeah, yeah. If he gets value on some of these guys, which I'm sure he's been patient, so I'm sure he's going to get his guy. He's right. Gonna, he's going to pick it apart, like even with Marcus Joyner. Low key move, but his numbers are free safety. Like as Rob said before, they don't lie. Yeah, he's a solid ball player, free safety. Right. Yeah. So I'm sure he's gonna find that guy who just fits the right way for this team at the right price tag. Right. Absolutely. So I'm, I'm looking forward to how that goes too. Um, but also don't uh, point out bringing back Brian Poole on this team. Um, I wouldn't mind that at all. I think no. he's a he's a solid solid player. Well, they could also bring in Xavier Rhodes, Casey Hayward. Um, there's other cornerbacks out there who could play in this league, and I think he's. I think he's waiting for the right one to fall on his lap. Yeah, I, the right one to fall on his lap that fits in the scheme that he can get at a decent price tag for sure. I think that's the Joe Douglas way. Mm-hmm. So, with, with all of that being said, uh, there's there's one little segment that we want to bring in to to this podcast on a more regular basis, everyone. And I know that what we spoke about in the first episode was the whole Jets shtick of like, oh. The pain of the franchise, like we're all pissed that we're Jet fans. We're not going to focus on, like our podcast episodes are not going to be mainly about that. We give you facts, we give you our opinions, and we just talk Jets. But at the same time, you got to give us a a little, little opportunity to vent. This is going to be a segment about just, honestly, what pisses us off right now. Yeah, what pisses us off. So, Francesco, the floor is yours. What's pissing you off right now as a Jet fan? What pisses me off right now? is all of the Jets' Twitter going off about running backs needing to get Najee Harris, Etienne, sign Aaron Jones, all these big-name running backs. No, no, no. You don't pay these running backs, these big-money running backs. Or you don't sign, you don't, and you don't draft them high either. You don't draft them in the first round. It's the wrong move. You just don't do it because they don't have a long uh, shelf life in this league. They just absolutely don't. Look at what the Jets love Le'Veon Bell. Those are be the best signing ever. Didn't work out. His career is pretty much finished. He, he thought he got his career rejuven, rejuvenated in uh on the, on the Chiefs. He did it. He did it all. And here's one fact. Here's one little quick fact. Do you know how many running backs on the same team they started on that were drafted before 2016? One. Gio Bernard. Besides that, there's no other running back before that, that was drafted before 2016 that's still on the same team that they were. You don't want to Drift a running back high in the first, second round maybe, but definitely not the first round. Let them go to the teams that are ready to do that. The Jets are not ready to draft Nitian or Najee Harris. No, not the move. And you don't want to sign one either, especially when the offensive line isn't even, there's, a, there's one guarantee, maybe two if you like Font that much. No Font. You don't do it. You don't draft players high that will go cheaper free agency. In general. You want guys that are impact players, that are expensive players, that you have for cheap while you have them on the rookie contracts. That's my rant. That's what's pissing me off. Because I see it everywhere. 
And people have to understand it just doesn't make sense. It's beautifully said. You go. How, go, how, do, how go. do you feel? How do you feel I'm, getting I'm, it out? I'm just go. Just go. I can't <laughs> all right, all right. Just go, please. I'll just go. You know what's pissing me off right now? I, I love all you guys that are listening out there. I, I really do. Love you. Love you to death. But it's you guys. You, you, you got to calm down a little bit. You got to take a deep breath, everybody. Everyone's going at our boy, Joe Douglas. Not getting the big name receivers. Not getting this guy. Not getting Tooney. Everyone, take a chill pill. Let's relax. It'll be all right. Do you trust Joe Douglas? Then let him do his thing. You can't have this guy's head at a stake, if that's even the right phrase. I can't even think right now. After two days of free agency, let alone two hours into free agency. I agree, guys. We have a ton of money. We have optimism. You want a big move, but it's just not not yet. Not A big move is, is when you're a player or two away from like going and being a playoff team my favorite, going to the Super Bowl. I'm sorry, to talk to my favorite is when Jets Twitter goes, oh, Joe Douglas doesn't spend any money. Uh, we just signed Carl Wilson and Corey Davis right. for $15 million a year deals. Right, exactly. So my advice to everybody, take a chill pill, and I will say this. This is a promise. I will be with you guys <laughs> protesting and rioting if come the draft, Joe Douglas still does not address the offensive line, still doesn't you know put talent around the quarterback, which I would argue he already did by bringing in two receivers, but still doesn't address the offensive line, still doesn't address tight end, still doesn't address maybe even anything with running back. And, and even with addressing it, he could say, hey, we're going to see what we have in P. Ryan and Johnson. I'm okay with that. We're still a few years away. So before I get too worked up, I, I, I'm going to take a chill pill myself. Uh, yeah, I don't blame you. And I love, I love, I love how Jets, Jets Twitter, some guys on Jets Twitter are saying, Joe Douglas is not everything he was. He, 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 we thought he was. Blah blah. blah. Are you crazy? Are you people crazy? It's one year in. One year. He was dealt. He was given a horrible hand when McCagney left him and with Adam Gase. Give him a chance maybe, to build his own regime. Maybe the worst hand imaginable. Yeah. Not even a hard. After one. this year, if there's not much progress, right. okay, I can understand. But give the guy a chance. That's why I'm saying, let him do his thing in free agency. Let him draft. And then see what happens. If they're 2-14 and 14 again, then I'll be with you guys. I promise you. But I feel better. We got the whole rant out. Thank you guys again for, for listening and tuning into this episode. If you haven't done so already, please, you know, give us a follow on Instagram, Twitter, Jets YouTube, Banter everywhere. At Jets Banter. And please, guys, like, subscribe. Let us know comments. what you think. Let us know what you think of all podcasts, the good, the bad, the ugly. Let us know about it all. The more feedback, the better. But thank you guys. Sincerely appreciate it. But uh, let's go get a goddamn snack. <laughs> <laughs>